Yo guys and welcome to Keep It Anonymous with Asia and Hiba. So today we're back with a new topic um, of racism um, and yeah we're just going to get straight into it. Also sorry about our absence we have been away uh, planning other stuff and just busy in general. In, in so, general this is this one podcast we've been planning for like months now so we have a lot to talk about so there will be more parts and obviously, because it's about racism, there's going to be a lot of um, different like Context. topics mm. to, yeah, to go through. So it's going to be like the most parted one that we have. Okay, here, but can you explain what actually is racism just to get into it? Okay, so we're going to start off with what actually racism is. So the term racism is often, um, you know, used as prejudice, discrimination or uh, an antagonism. So it's usually directed at someone of a different race um, or belief because that that certain race believes that it is superior to the opposite race. Um, and yeah, that's like a simplified um, kind of definition of it. Um, although it does change as time progresses nowadays and different races are having different opinions and different, depending on where you live, especially, um, especially like in the Western society, people's opinions and kind of like perspectives are changing because obviously it's new times, new experiences and people are seeing it for themselves. So we're going to go into what the difference is between oppression and racism. Well, uh, because it's like the, not the same thing, but because it falls under the same bracket, it like it gets mistaken a lot. Like, for example, a lot of people of no colour think that they experience racism when they don't they experience oppression you know any single person living being can be oppressed but not every single person can experience racism and just going mm. into this before I go into I just want to say if you haven't it's okay it's good okay it's not a, you don't want to be oppressed and a lot of people I don't understand their issue it's like they they yeah. want oppression you don't want it it's not not something nice and if you haven't gone for it you don't need to you know want to go through it or, or like want, exactly because if you haven't you haven't halas. like I mean like <laughs> not halas, finished. <laughs> like anyways but going into it um, racism is basically when you're specifically getting targeted in like you're specifically getting like treated different or um, what's that word uh, the one you were just saying discriminated discriminated because of your race because of where mm. you're from that is racism and people of color they experience it literally I, I don't know if I can't see every single person but majority of people especially in the west have experienced it from not just white people but from other races as well and yeah even um within their own race where that comes in with colorism in your own race you can experience a lot of you know mm. kind of discrimination from your own people which is really sad actually and it happens so often these days um people don't realize um but those who go through it are just like constantly enraged by it and are trying nowadays to kind of open up about it a lot more you can see on social media like they're talking about how they felt really you know separated from their family and people around them because of their color within their own race so I think that is something that we need to really 
show put a spotlight on um as it's so common these days okay so in terms of um oppression and the difference between that and racism I feel like the people who don't experience racism and um feel oppressed and aren't people of color um where they're going wrong and they think like okay people are oppressed are racist um are feeling uh, or getting racist attacks and stuff don't realize the amount of power and privilege they, they actually have in society um in comparison to those um people who actually you know have color and they go through it in their day-to-day life um getting put down constantly of the way they look and their own color and i think that's I think that's something that's misunderstood like people who are oppressed think that it's constantly racism when it's just not because they do have their rights um especially in the society we live in you've got to look at it like this as well if you think you're getting attacked the, the, you know what they get they they get oh white people can't cook white people can't dance white people can't Mm. season their food properly something like that and they're like oh, oh oh my god it's like attacking me sweetheart like do you know what we go through we we get yeah. people we get told go back into chains <laughs> like literally like horrible right, don't be pre- exactly when it's it, completely it doesn't make it right though. saying that saying that saying that you can't season your food is a complete difference than saying your your slave go back to pig and cotton you know i'm saying is is you know do you see the difference there's nothing mm-hmm. against you like that you have the privilege the power not saying that it, it's right it's being having jokes. the privilege it's not it's not right. saying i'm not saying justifying those jokes but you've got to realize that what you're going through is like like a very 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 small percentage of what it's we're absolutely going nothing through. comparison to what the reality of people actually experienced in the past and that they don't get like okay yeah it doesn't justify that what people are saying is right because obviously it's not that's not nice but you can't compare it to people who have suffered because of their race in the past and call it racism when it's not it's literally just you're pressed anyways (laughs) (laughs) but seriously though you let you not need to understand the they will never experience life the way people did in the past um the way so no, they people, as people of no color will never experience life the way people of color do and th- most of them know that but some of them are really too stingy to understand that and it's not something that you should you should feel down about it's something that you should be happy and you should you should understand your privilege and use it in a good way and use it use your platform use everything that you have what the what the world gives you because at the end of the day you're not going to not get accepted for a job because you're white if anything mm. you're probably going to get a job because you're get white, a job you know because you're white etc etc et you've got so much privilege out there use it for good understand your privilege yeah so in general people who talk about being oppressed and stuff they will never experience what um, people of color have in the past and why it's such a delicate conversation and subject and why we can't say certain things and the actual you know saying small things um like whether it's a word or a sentence or anything can really have an effect on someone of color because of the experience that they've gone through and their family have gone through in their past and their whole ancestry everyone knows it's messed up when it comes to people of color so 
there's there's just just huge barrier and this, this complete you know black and white contrast between people who of color that get constant you know you know racism if you go back into time it was always the people of no color i keep saying this the white people who are always at the top of the like uh the race chain you know what i'm saying they were always the ones with the power and the privilege and they're the reason why we're in this shamble mess whether we like mm. to admit it or not and nowadays it's the same exact thing you think time has changed slavery was wasn't even that long ago <laughs> it wasn't yeah. even that long ago and even after slavery they were still that horrible experience like, oh you can't sit on the bus or you can't come into here and they'd get just like killed and raped all of this stuff trigger warning sorry that is still happening now and we've got all the systematic racism by the police and the feds, ACAB, all of this jazz. It's still happening. And in the end of the day, if you're white, you you not saying you're not gonna go for any oppressions like being overweight or not society acceptable, um, pretty or et cetera, et cetera, stuff like that. Not saying you can't experience it, of course you can, but you will never experience it because of your race. Do you understand? Because you're at the top of the race chain. Mm. And neither do you want to. It's not something that you want to experience either. So, yeah, that kind of wraps up um, oppression, the oppression, racism. Okay, so basically, we're going to move on to our experiences with racism and other people's experiences that I have got from a little Instagram thing that I did. Um, so, Hiba, would you like to start off or what? Okay, so... Me personally, I haven't gone through um, a lot of racist um, experiences myself, but I have, my entire family has, a lot of them have gone through. Um, What's the ethnicity really bad... of your family? Oh yeah, so so my mum is Bengali and my dad is Moroccan. Um, we can talk a bit about my mum's experience actually, because she's gone through a lot worse than I have, but back when I think it was the year 1977 when she was here and she came here to the UK uh, she lived here with her family and at the time there wasn't a lot of immigrants here so there was a lot of white population um, especially in the area we lived in and so it was really hard for them to live because they were constantly being separated and discriminated by the white neighborhood that they lived in so it would come to days like where they would be sitting having dinner and like as an Asian family obviously some white kids would either just take the mic or just like feel whatever they felt so there'd be times where they're eating and then like you know they could get bricks flying through the glass window landing on their plate and their their doors would be kicked in like every single day as like living there and they they couldn't have a door like they literally had to use like metal poles to keep the door shut because of how how drastic the damage was by the kids and even the adults that lived um in the area at the time which we actually have seen um recently like in the same area not doing very well in their life but um yeah so like that would happen and then they'd call the police and then the police would come and obviously the police being white they would take sides and they take sides with the kids and they take sides with the people that have actually damaged the home of my grandparents and my, my mom. And there'd, there'd even be times where like, you know, say for the brick was thrown in the, um, onto their dinner table or like they tried to burn the curtains down 
the, the, the police would come and be like asking them for their passport and asking them like loads of questions after their experiences. Um, so obviously it's like, even if you did experience like the country at the time was just as racist, the, the police, everyone, so like there's no escape. And I feel like that really would leave a lot of trauma in the kids at the time. Like my uncles and aunties and everyone really who were living at that, at that house went through a tough time, especially as a child. They were literally stiff traumatized because of the amount of racism they dealt with in school, in, in their own home. You couldn't feel safe. This is, this is like in London, in the, literally like around South London at the time. Like it was that bad. Um, I think it happens a lot less and a lot less obviously um, dramatic and severe and hostile these days but it still happens around around the place and I think since then a lot more people and immigrants have come from around the world so it happens less often and it was more rare to find people coming from Asia or Bangladesh um, immigrating is that a word yeah it is wow yeah, yeah. see back so, in the day it was like a fully like white populated place but now it's like more a lot more cultured yeah so that must like obviously when it comes to comparing those experiences and that trauma and not feeling safe in your own home in this country which people think oh it must be so safe living in London and blah 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 you know living in such a country a prestigious country England when people of colour suffer no matter what country it is they always find another problem another place another battle to fight another place thing to fear whether there's, it's there's, there's anyone, like a, there's like the a big rumor that people say oh england isn't racist it's the least racist country ever where do they get that from just because it's diverse does not mean there's no racism it's diverse you know? yeah to a certain extent but who the hell told you that people from england didn't experience racism they're like the definition of racism okay so what if you're not comparing it to england to america because america has so much news coverage on it doesn't mean we don't experience racism like do you guys understand how stupid you sound when you say that i i i remember during um 2020 in june it was and the whole black lives matter movement was going around like crazy and so i went onto the radio and i was listening to this white male talk about racism for some reason he thought he had like some kind of opportunity to he's like yeah let me just get on and talk about it so he did call people up and then there was certain like people who you could tell that they weren't people of color they would claim they were and were talking about oh well I've been here and I've never experienced anything I've gotten everything I've wanted I'm fine my life's perfect and then there was there was another woman she came on after that right she was like oh the guy before me he claimed that he was uh, a black male but he really wasn't you could you could clearly tell and da, da, da. she was talking about that and she's saying I myself as a woman and a person of color have experienced so much racism da, 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 da. and saying that England isn't a racist country is just is just ignorant like fully ignorant and you need to understand that that is the most untrue statement like ever and the guy was like and the white guy he was all like oh no but it's not though and just because you you as an individual has had that experience doesn't mean anyone else is going for it I'm sorry that happened to you but it's not true how are you as a person of no color and a white sorry I'm not white and a man saying something that you have no experience you don't understand 
I, I mm. you have so much um rights for what reason like you have so much like mouth like why are you talking like he was proper talking and it really got me mad I was so close to calling up but you had to be over 16 and at the point at the time I was like uh, 15 yeah but um it really got me mad because he really said with chest England isn't racist who told you that blood I did it I, I said say uh races racist and islamophobic experiences that you've had um and i got most islamophobic but we're going to talk about the racism just in this one um someone said my co-worker asked me why do i smell like curry because apparently i should why don't i smell like curry because apparently i should because i'm indian stuff like that you 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 may think it's something like but it has a big effect and it's just rude okay would you want to read out another one um i feel like every brown person has experienced that one once or twice in their life especially south asia and also all parts of asia but like as south asia it's always like the curry or the smell or just anything whatever you like i go into it happens to me as well like i go into shops or going to school and even in high school people would be randomly just be like um curry this and curry that I didn't really take it to heart too much I, I'm not someone that's like you know but it doesn't make it right either way because come on now can you grow up please it's so stupid it's just like small things like that they really bother you like what do you want me to do you can't change the way where I'm from and like why do they have to act like it's wrong to have seasoned food like you be eating our curry every day of your life order it don't order it then we made food literally your food would be so disgusting without us and your cap country and your dripping salt and pepper bruv salt and pepper peas with your fish fingers and ketchup but fish fingers kind of nice thank you for that okay so our next topic is Dark skin impression, light skin privilege, or like the different like opinions on that. I have gotten a lot of DMs about that personally. And I think we're kind of the good people, the perfect people to talk about this. And also going mm-hmm. on this as well, we're talking about mixed, being mixed, okay? The the advantages and dis disadvantages of it. I am I've got many mixtures in me, Caribbean, Irish, mm-hmm. Barbados. Mm. English, okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, loud English bit. <laughs> okay, Darren, shut up. Okay, um. <laughs> okay. So. Okay, so. Okay, then. First and foremost, we're going to talk about dark skin. And me, myself, I'm not dark skin, I'm brown skin, and I change colours. I'm like a chameleon, okay? And I haven't experienced that personally. I'm not and like I... other girls, I'm chameleon. <laughs> I haven't experienced that personally so I can't talk on their behalf I can just talk about what I've heard from them and what they feel obviously and from what I've seen as well obviously the darker you are and this goes for cultures especially and and in society in the media and everything the worse you have it in a in a certain extent because yeah it's considered all of these horrible things that we don't want to go into because it's really really sensitive and it shouldn't be because they're queens kings pretty beautiful like be quiet literally it doesn't matter but it is a problem 
and they do get oppressed more and they experience a different a different um uh separate issue so there's racism and colorism because certain people be like oh i don't want to date anyone or marry anyone who's dark skin because well, yeah. i don't like dark skins or i don't want my baby to be too dark or have kinky hair or something like that. I don't know they say the most stupidest things ever that are so horrifying and I and I and I don't get what the dark skins experience but I get where they come from and I think it's just awful yeah 100% and when it comes to um what's the called how often you find those things it's literally left right and center yeah you just gotta ask like everyone has experienced like a kind of people who have dark, like darker skin and come from a, a family that is racist or there is a lot of colorism um, and they feel separated from their family who is lighter shade than them. Uh, and like, you know, you hear these stories about, you know, I feel like the, the black swan, the, the person that doesn't get the attention or isn't up for going um, and never on the table, like, you know, when they wanna get married or when they wanna do anything, it's kind of like a shame for them in their family. Um, and I'm also speaking a lot from a Asian angle, um, especially in places like Bangladesh, that I've heard countless stories of like, you know, they feel so um, degraded and just put to aside for the shade that they are. And like, they're just not significant in their own immediate family, as well as like the wider ocean for them in their family. Like, it's just not it's not ideal for them to go out every day and feel so left out constantly because of the way they were created. Um, and like, it becomes such a part of, a big part of their life that they, they develop things like rage in the now day, like they can't, they feel like they're so insecure to go out because they're constantly raging about how they are, they've constantly put to the side, especially during childhood, that they just instilled this thing in themselves where they feel less than someone who has a life to get, um, shade skin um and that could be anyone around them. that could be you know their, their siblings their own siblings their family that have constantly been you know nagging and talking about how they perceive their, their child who is a darker shade to be and there are so many sayings in like back home in the country is about having like darker shades and how it's just not as attractive and how no one's going to want to marry them and take them because of the way they look and that there's nothing to that they can do about it so they just end up you know, becoming this person that feels powerless and enraged and just put to the side constantly, just lesser than than people with lighter skin, which is so sad because it's literally everywhere you look. Everyone who has experienced that is literally everywhere. Like, honestly, mm. I feel like majority of the people from Bangladesh that I've spoken to who have a darker shade of skin has experienced the exact same feeling, whether it's from their immediate family or just literally next door, like anyone in the same race. So, you know, um, what's it called again? Um, colorism. colorism. It kills in your, in, your, in your own race. Like you are literally put aside by your own race and that just makes it 10 times more sad because there's nothing you can do. Like you feel like you're not accepted by any, anyone at that point. And being mixed on top of that, it's like, they won't accept me, accept me. Oh, yeah, sorry. Being mixed is like, they won't accept me. And then like, your other, the other half won't accept me because you're either shade too light, shade too dark. You're not enough. You're not cultured enough for this side. You're not cultured enough for that side. You're not like, 
enough for both of them so you're just like what do I do at this point yeah 100% I understand like as I said, I'm, I'm yeah, I mean, not that dark skin, but I'm also not that light skin at the same time. So I'm kind of just in the middle. But growing up with my family, like for me personally, from my experience, I wouldn't say it's so dramatic of how it is in like the Bangladeshi like households or like in other places that, you know, what's going on with the connection? Are you right? No. Oh, okay, sorry. Fair and I, 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 <clears throat> not fair enough. I can't say that I'm experiencing it that worse, but... I'm the darkest in my immediate family and along with my mom my mom's like the same straight as me but like from my siblings I'm the darkest and my siblings are even though we've got like not the same mix we've all got like different dads but we have different mixes but they're very light right so just like since I was a child I I, I just see like this the sly kind of racist people like who always complimenting my sisters or treating them better in a sense of way or I can hear like the little whispers they would say like I feel just that oh she's the darkest or I hear I hear all of these things and it it's like okay it's a little bit and it's a little bit and it builds up and it builds up and it just really hurts because then you can kind of just start like comparing yourself and it's it's like just the worst thing ever and I think people just don't understand that what it's like to, to be the dark skin black sheep and just like not be considered beautiful or you know or just not be yeah. you know talked to or people would just pass you know what I'm saying I used to be chased oh. around by, oh, kids, yes. by like Asian kids and, and white kids I used to be chased around they're trying to touch my hair oh my god like it's so weird like why is it up like any, everything I've experienced all of that bruv and it's just like now and, and that's when I went through like my personal identity crisis when I, I like from since I think maybe I stopped that when I was 14 but I, I'd, I'd gone through yeah. to, to keep my hair straight and blow dried all the time when I did have my hair out um yeah do you see what I mean you know what's sad about it and is just you, yeah you gone you, you know what's sad about it is you like you, you experience this thing and they don't realize that it hits you in the long run like let's say one you want to straighten your hair like me wanting to you know look more like my siblings like when I see for example my older brother Curly hair, I'll be like, oh, I want to curl her. Why do you keep getting all the attention? All that stuff, like, it, it hits you in the long run. You're just like, why Why do I get treated differently? I want to be more like them. I want to be normalised and act like a normal person and not be treated yeah. like I'm some black swan. Like, I want to be in... No, but you I want to be... accept yourself as well. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, you that's what I'm saying. The mentality, the mentality you... Fought, like, as, especially as a child, you, you innocent person, you little kid you just think I want to be normal as well why am I treated differently from the rest and that will instill a lot of different feelings in you that is different from those like that's what I'm saying and you get you know you get, you get oppression you get forced like, they will never oh, have yeah, the I'm same experiences enough, and I'm feelings that you enough, get you know what I'm saying exactly you'll never get the same experiences that person of color will get their entire lifetime it builds up and it makes you who you are because you're always feeling like you're left out and it shapes you you know hopefully at the end to become someone who's confident and you know out there and you know confident in their own skin because of all the stuff that they've experienced constantly getting bashed because of a certain feature especially kids skin color 
anything about always, your and race. people are people mm. always comparing you that's one thing that hibbon you know yeah. like, with your siblings because kids are your siblings they're always comparing you your whole life you would get even compared. my own siblings okay oh, i don't the darker skin my, my my family were very supportive alhamdulillah and they always like treated me good and they've always said things yeah. that lift me because they understood what it what, what it was like but people around me everyone and i just like i'm just thinking of everyone would just say these awful things or just in a sly way and you know how they're really feeling yeah. you know what i'm saying and yeah 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 you know when i look back at my friend groups right like even the ones that where we were in i got so much of that so much and i'm just thinking brah mm. that really put me in a tough spot like i can't even imagine how like other people would go for it you know what i'm saying because it's like that's what i'm saying the small things that you say don't realize how badly it affects you like they like you know there's a deeper meaning and an uglier meaning under mm. every word that you say when it comes to those you know in that in that sector like you, it depends obviously on what they say but if, whether it's directed at your hair your skin color comparing you to another girl like idolizing them wishing that they, you could be them instead like go be their friend instead then go chat to them i you know what i mean like it's not i don't have to be them for you for you you know what i mean i'm yeah, fine the way should i like am me for my personality and shouldn't see exactly me i'm fine the way i am but I, at yeah, a young age and having a fan group a huge friend group and you know some more being more popular as a kid you don't know any better you're just accepting it and feeling horrible yourself in yourself and not you know yeah. talking about it and asking what like what I feel like mean? I feel you like know, this get, is a message to the little kids yeah, who are like in like you're in like a like, what would you call that like year seven like you're like 11 something or 12 stick up for yourself and be able yeah. to drop friends off because if I could go back and like literally to when people would say horrible things about me in my friend group I would call them out for it or I would just like, cut them off you have to learn how to stick up and not let those th- them say these things about you they're not your real friends if they do say things really call them out for it yeah guys because even though they're your friends um, they can still say horrible things and you can't friends. let them treat you like that listen guys i've said this many times i think especially on the podcast your friends are as they might not seem very important but they are so important because your friends are who you are and who you become as a person sorry i broke the table give me a second <laughs> um what the hell okay yeah so your friends are literally who you become so if you if you're constantly hearing them talking about how you're so different and you're lesser than someone because they have a lighter skin 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 shade or skin shade skin okay you know what i mean or um a different hair texture or color then cut them off you don't need them because they don't love you for who you are they don't care about you they just want to take them just mock you and even and yeah, even if they do you know you're way, bad about it you need to address it okay if you are close to them you need to tell them how you're feeling maybe they don't understand if they're not part um a person of color you need to tell them it's not you know something to joke about because you have to go through that your entire life and if they're going to be your friends you want them to know that you feel really uncomfortable them constantly comparing you or putting you down because of the way you look because it's not a joke and you have to live with those things for the rest of your life and it could really badly damage a person and, and you may feel like, oh, it's just something silly, like, like, it doesn't really affect me. But you're going to probably look back at it, this and you're going to get so hurt by it or it's going to build up on you and you're just going to just turn into this insecure person. Yeah, so any opportunity you get, guys. And doesn't accept, you don't accept yourself for who you are. And it's going to take time, but you, if, 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 to prevent it from happening, you've got to stop letting them say horrible things about you, stick up for yourself. 
if you don't tell them to stop, then they're going to carry on and then you're just going to have live your life and let them constantly say those things and then make them think it's okay. And they're going to start doing it to other people and think it's okay and be like, why didn't they tell me? Um, so always act on it. Going on the colour situation, uh, as, as, as we said, like it's, it's hard for people who are dark skin, also hard for people who are light skin as well in a certain different aspect because you don't really hear much about it because whenever they're trying to talk, it's always, oh, but you don't understand, like, shut up, you're like light skin, whatever. But there's, there's a different kind of oppression. Example, like people would say, oh, you're not even black or like, you're so light. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's, it's not even sometimes it's considered nice because sometimes in certain countries as well, even though yes, certain countries considered as dark as as bad, some some countries consider light as bad, and you'll get looked upon weirdly as well. And and as I said, like you would get considered not mm. black enough. There's and no escape. Every country there's has no escape. That's what I said. Like, upon. As being in the middle as well, you get it from both sides. So you're not you're not black enough for them. You know what I'm saying? Like they look at you in such a weird way, and the, a lot of it is is jealousy you get from like people who are darker skinned and like a lot of iron as well that I've personally experienced as well and my mum's experienced that as well um from being mixed and I think my sisters have as well and 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 I've experienced it you know my little siblings are going to experience it as well people are going to be jealous and just say these horrible things of you or jealous or just everywhere everywhere you know they'll be like oh why your your hair texture is really weird why is it so loose like that like aren't you did it just i don't know there's there's gonna be something everywhere but you've got to understand from you think you can go to another country and experience something completely different there'll be no evil people no you'll find another problem whether it's racism whether it's islamophobia whether it's sexism you'll find it and you know you can't escape because there's this world isn't this world humans are messed up okay at the end of the it day, is. you have to learn to adjust no matter what and build, build yourself to be a stronger person and just put up with people because they'll all have something to say. To say. Sorry, I can't speak guys. Okay, since we're both mixed, we can talk about being mixed. People, you know what? It's really weird because it's like you're in the middle of everything. As, as you said, you're too black to be with the white kids and you're too white to be with the, with the black kids. And it's just like, you or whatever, whatever race you are. And it's just like, you just pull from one side to the other and you don't really have a culture because as again, you're, you're not one or the other. Like me and my, my whole family, we don't have a culture. We're just like nomads. We just run around free. And it's just a bit peak because you see everyone else having this culture and it's like, oh, I can never because I'm not the, like completely one thing. You know what I'm saying? But then there's certain people who like, hey, bar, you can talk about this. You have two cultures and like, whoa, don't know what's happening. You have like the pressure of like different cultures yeah yes yeah seriously like I don't know I don't even know what to do in my life having two cultures okay it's beautiful in some way and very beautiful actually and it's, it's fun and it's and then you have expectations and culture and and then it just kind of <laughs> because you have so much pressure from each angle to do completely opposite things and to learn different languages and to say so you can fit in or to you know have you know a certain academic something up there so you can tell people back home blah 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 like there's a lot of pressure and this is just this has kind of just got to do with culture but in terms of skin color I think alhamdulillah my family back home are very 
accepting maybe like you know the people back in Bangladesh and people in Morocco would be like mm. but you know why she said white or why she yeah or why she tanned whatever I am but like that's all it is to be honest because my family um alhamdulillah again they're quite accepting but when it comes to the pressure of being like more like one or the other you can feel it like you can never be enough you and you're never like you know you know people go like oh you're you're not um you're not fully from Morocco you're not fully um Bengali you're not fully Palestinian you're not fully anything like okay so where do I go then like the sky exactly where do I where's my home go on because if I'm not fully that and I'm not fully this I don't know what you want me to do with myself like it is jarring because and it but in a way it's 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 like we should create our own culture <laughs> like people who are in the middle culture because we've got a bit of this a bit of pizzazz a bit of black a bit of white a bit of asian a bit of arab don't get me wrong i'm so blessed to have up. the this awesome culture clash between you know the whole uh, arab and uh, north african actually and then you have the asian culture it's crazy the food the everything is just amazing yeah, but the food. <laughs> when it comes to the Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it comes to the pressure of everything and it's just it all comes down you can never I feel like you're never fully mm. you know one thing you always have to learn to still I'm, you know what I'm, 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 I don't know about you I'm kind of happy like like thinking about it now that I'm not one thing or I'm not this yeah you know it's thing. pretty sick it's kind of cool because I, c- I can say that I don't really belong anywhere like I'm just I'm just the oh, one great. person <laughs> no but seriously mm. my family, we talk about this a lot all of us are mixed my sisters are like from Puerto Rico and they're like um Hispanic mm-hmm. and stuff and we've also got the blackness and the whiteness Ooh. in them and so um, I'm from like a Mar- I'm from like oh here oh. and then <laughs> and my, my little siblings they've got African in them but they're also like proper mixed they've got like straight hair so they've got a like, real mixed family mixed we've got mixed we talk about this oh. all the time we, we think we, it's kind of cool you have to see the good in it like we can do whatever we want to without having the pressure of culture because as I said being Caribbean you don't have a culture like while cultures are uh, as is ruined like we have very small small culture that I don't even know about our culture all I know is, is the food and only co- like the pressure the I get side, yeah I don't really know you know what I'm saying the pressure I get yeah is like when I actually go to the country and I don't speak fully Dalijan or I mm. don't um, you know know the a complete cultural etiquette of Bangladesh and how you're meant to you know greet people and they'll look at you in a way like what a weirdo but like and also my wedding what am I going to do for my wedding guys help we're going to wear some Asian clothing or we're going to just go wear a white dress like love it <laughs> like what am I going to actually do for for it I have no like that's that's something that's actually on my mind when it comes to culture like you know, yeah, that's what yeah. I, I think about as well. Because I was thinking, hmm, I want to have a wedding. But then I look at all the Asian weddings. Oh, my God, they're so cool. And the Arab weddings, they're so cool. If I know that if I turn oh. up to my Asian wedding with a Moroccan dress, and they're going to be like, where's the lingua? Where is that? Where is it all at? Where's the sari? Where's all the Bam, excitement in Moroccan? It's so cool, though. You lot have the sickest weddings. Ever. I might have to wear two dresses, guys. Two pull-up, pull-up, two dresses. Now have and two separate in it. One for like the Arab side and one for the Asian side. And then just wear like different outfits in it on the same day. Yeah, uh, but still not in lockdown. You know what? You know, mm, mm, this, this comes under people with culture, right? Or, you know, even white people experience this. Not being with the one you want to be with, you love because of where you're from. 
because I've seen it I've seen it on TikTok as well and in real life people black people saying oh how are you with this white man or this white girl like oh my god when do we ever become like that like when do we become like an only our people that is from the parents culture actually especially from the parents culture and um also called that comes forward into colorism as well they can't accept the fact that not only that honor they feel like it's gonna get ruined or by the way this is completely how i'm like to to judge like who your son marries someone because of their color they're a good muslim they're a good man then it's fine but anyways that is especially the main thing when it comes to parents and they can't hack the how they're going to be the person in the family to make a change and like it could bring shame because they're not culturally involved, no, regardless if they're a good man or not, which is not okay, obviously, if you like someone and it doesn't matter if they're from the same place. I think, like, okay, let's say I wanted to marry somebody who was white or somebody who was hella cultured, different, completely cultured from me. Would I be accepted in their family? Like, it, it, it crosses my mind a lot. Like, if I'm not marrying someone who's the same as me, who I'm probably not going to, let's just be realistic. I just feel bad for them, to be honest. They're from a different race. They're gonna judge I, I feel sorry for my children. Why? Like, imagine I marry someone from a different um, race and then and I go, and they go, where are you from? And then I have to tell them. And then <laughs> you know, they just tell themselves, go on. You know, and again, and I'm not going to go pan my head, it's make a Peru. Republic Dominican. Yeah, it's going to be long for them. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, but yeah, oh, you know what? forget about this we're just gonna finish part one we have a lot to talk about in part two three and four five six seven eight and uh, i'm sorry if we dragged this on a you know we dragged it on a bit but it's fine because it was all worth it yes yeah and i hope you're we'll back this, and i really hope you take into this this has been our most serious podcast yet and i hope that we and to all the friends that you have that are not pock people of color <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm sorry to, if we have offended anyone or said something insensitive, please let us know. Um, our tensions are pure. We just, you know, we're just trying to be cool. Yeah. No, we're not. Cool people don't say they're cool, silly. Yeah, that's why we're cool. <laughs> okay. No, no. Okay. <laughs> it's not even funny. No, please. Okay. No, bye, please. guys. Please follow our Instagram. Keep underscore. 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 underscore, underscore anonymous, anonymous. Without the S. Without the S. If you want our next podcast about racism, <laughs> part two, where we will we'll go into many issues about systematic racism, the effects, culture appropriation, etc., etc., everything you said, yeah, yeah, all of that stuff, all that good please stuff. Come back, not for good a part stuff. Two. Come back for a part two. We are very welcoming people. Um, yes, and follow us on our Instagram. <laughs> Keep underscore it underscore anonymous. I'm going to get my popcorn guy and fix this table that I broke because I have no self-control. Um, and someone saved me because Ashley's literally about to murder me. <laughs> so, really funny bye, guys. bye guys. Bye guys. Bye, bye guys.